So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe. Because yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all it says, and bodies are still being raised. still being slain God we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. I know over this year, I spoke on so many different topics, right? Gave so many different tools and things that we can use and add to our life. And I'll also let you know if you fall back in some of your negative patterns or you struggle with any of the steps as you try to emotional heal, give yourself compassion, right? Understand no one is perfect. We all fall, but it's about getting back up again and working on our thinking, the way we perceive our healing, right? Praying every day, inviting God in our life and our difficulties and the things that we struggle with and trying to listen to podcasts like this, right? Or speaking out affirmations or getting busy and not always dwelling on the negative. Now, I did go over a lot of information over this year, right? Dealing with the painful emotions as you emotionally heal was one of them, right? Because we all go back as we emotionally heal to figure out what went wrong, right? What happened, where we did not set boundaries at, right? Or who have wronged us or why didn't we see the red flags? I, I spoke on detaching from codependent relationships. And my last episode before this week was building up the courage to emotionally heal. It takes courage to do anything, right? And sometimes Sometimes you will be like the outcast out of your group, out of your family or whatever community you are in as you decide to do things different from the norm. If everyone is negative, right, and you decide to know, I want to bring positive experiences. I feel like this is wrong or you wake up to wisdom, right, on how we supposed to be as a person, as a human being and, and, and accept different people for who they are and respect others, right? Sometimes you may be the outcast after group and it changes us, right? Sometimes we have to be pulled away. I talked about um, being isolated, right? So you can isolate for a while to figure out what you went wrong, things you need to change in your life, right? Who you may need to release, who you may need to set boundaries with. I spoke on um, learning to be thankful for the experiences that brought you to emotionally heal, right? We don't like negative experiences, right? If it was our will, right? We all would want nothing but good, but God don't give us the good without the bad. And, and both of them, gives us and turns us into the people we are supposed to be, right? And I spoke on grieving 
past relationships or past versions of ourselves, right? Because as you emotionally heal, things change. Maybe people in your circle may change, right? And you will grieve old relationships, grieve parts of you that used to like toxicity or narcissism, right? Because it may seem awkward or strange as you decide to change and grow for the better because now you're doing something that you haven't done and you're building up the faith and the courage to emotionally heal to become a better person to invite better relationships better experiences in your life and it can be uncomfortable so on today's show I want to speak on Believing that you are worthy of love and respect, no matter the mistakes you have made, right? We all make mistakes. We all have some harsh lessons to learn at one time or another in our journey of life from things that we may have did or said or things that others may have did or said to us, right? So we want to build up our self-esteem to let us know and to speak those affirmations that we are worthy of love and respect. No matter what mistakes we have made, no matter things that we have done, once we woke up to wisdom, once we start working on changing for the better, once we realize what's right and what's wrong, what works for us and what doesn't work for us, right? And then we realize that, I am worthy of love and respect and I can also give love and respect because you can't want something that you don't give out. And even if you have to work on your self-esteem, because we know the world will tear you apart, right? Certain communities, certain people will have your self-esteem down low or even families that you grew up into, if they were all negative, right? Or you, you experienced a lot of judgment throughout your life, right? Your self-esteem can be a little rocky, right? And a little low. So you have to believe in you and you allow or you teach people how to treat you by your self-esteem and what you allow to go in your life. So I will be speaking on tools on how to build up your self-esteem and believe that you are worthy of love and respect no matter the mistakes you have made. As you start to grow, as you start to learn, as you start to pray right, you will believe and know who God has called you to be and you can work on being that person. But even through your mistakes, believe it that you are worthy of love and respect because that's how you're going to attract love and respect and also how to set your boundaries. I spoke over that over this past year, right? Setting your boundaries to let people know it's just certain things that you will not allow because if you constantly allow people to step over your boundaries, treat you a certain way, talk to you a certain way, they will not respect you, right? And you'll keep drawing those type of relationships in your life until you get the courage to say, I deserve better than this, right? I am worthy of love and respect. So that's the topic on this last show for the year, right? Being worthy and believing that you are worthy of love and respect. I also will speak on Jesus, right? We know Christmas is coming up this weekend. And we know Jesus came into the world to die for the sins of the world. With me being an evangelist, 
I know that Jesus loved all of us, right? God loved us, first loved us, so that's why we love him, right? Because he knew that we all needed a savior, that we all sometimes get it wrong, right? That no one is perfect. And so he came to teach us how to live this life. I also will be speaking on forgiving yourself and showing yourself compassion, right? We knew from the Bible, Job was one of the ones who had to forgive himself for blaming God for all the bad things that happened to him. And he had to forgive his friends for blaming him for being the cause of everything that happened to him, right? So self-forgiveness is part of believing that you are worthy of love and respect and forgiving those who may have gotten it wrong, right? And I know forgiveness can be hard. I did. That was one of my top shows over the years, right? Why is it hard to forgive? Because sometimes we just can't get over the memory or the things that people have done. But once we come to the spiritual knowledge, right, that sometimes people just you know, they get the, in the wrong mindset or they grew up a certain way or they look at you the cer a certain way, but that doesn't take from who you are, right? Who God created you to be and God will correct them. And I know the memories, the past pains can be harsh, right? But we have to learn to move past that. And once we forgive ourselves for things that we allow, forgive those who have hurt us, not meaning that we have to connect back with some people, right? But you don't want to hate them, right? We do know forgiveness is for us, not for the other person, because as long as we dwell on different people who have hurt us, who have spoken evil over us, right, we can't move forward in our goals and the things that we want to accomplish. If that's all we're thinking about, you do need to take time out to think about what has hurt you, right? Even if you have to write it down, tear it up, throw it away, burn it and say, Lord, I release it. I give it over to you. But you don't want to stay stuck on past pains, past memories. And I know that's hard to get over, especially if you are one who went through severe trauma or believing that you did not deserve to be treated or spoken to a certain way as you grew up or as you was growing or when you didn't know any better. We all know that different people make mistakes. So we have to learn to forgive others. We don't have to reconnect depending on the pain that they caused us, right? But we have to learn how to move past the pain and forgive them, even if we have to speak it over and over again, pray about it over and over again. Eventually, you will forget it, right? Because it only hurts you. Most people that hurt you or who have spoken evil towards you, they have already moved on with their life, right? And if you haven't forgiven, if you keep thinking about it, right, you're the one that stands stuck with that hurt and pain and it's taking you away from your healing, your goals, your your gifts, right? Because you're constantly thinking on it. It's okay to think about it, but you don't want to stay stuck on what went wrong, what happened. You are now emotionally healing and you're understanding that everybody have things that they have to deal with and work through. And some people are unhealed or don't know any better, right? As, as to why they have attacked you or they're dealing with their own insecurity. That's neither here or there, right? Once you woke up to wisdom, you cut those people off. It is time to forgive them. And as you're working on the steps that I have spoken over, over this last year, now you want to start working on your self-esteem and believing that you are worthy of love and respect. 
and Jesus was our light, right? To show us the way to love and how to treat one another. And this is why he loved us and let us know, regardless of our mistakes, because there was many people who made mistakes, a lot of judgmental people, a lot of harsh people, right? That God overlooked their flaws and still seen them as the person, right? And used them and blessed them and changed them. And that's what he's trying to do in our life. So stay tuned to today's show. This should be good. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walissa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I will be speaking on believing that you are worthy of love and respect as you emotionally heal, right? So I went over some of the topics that I have already done over this past year on forgiveness, on jealousy, on dealing with painful emotions, on learning to forgive ourselves and others, right? Now, as we start taking steps toward emotionally healing, making better choices, thinking in wiser ways, right? Or trying to be compromising or understanding and looking for red flags that we don't want to have to experience the same negative trauma or same experience in life that we have had with others and ourselves. We start believing in ourselves, right? We start believing that we are worthy of self-love. We start believing that we are worthy of love and respect. And it starts with self-love. Now, self-love is hard to obtain if you have come from a negative background, right? Whether in childhood, whether in a friend group, whether in a community, because like I said, words have power and they do hurt. So if people have always put you down, always spoken down about you, always judged you, always laughed at you, always put you to shame or try to shame you, right? That plays on your self-esteem. So as you start believing that you are worthy of love and respect, you have to build your self-esteem and work on your self-love first because how you treat yourself, how you look at yourself is how others will look at you, right? And if you have boundaries and you have love for yourself, it's just certain things you're not going to take or you're not going to allow in your life. And it does take time to develop self-love 
love. If like I said, you come from a negative background, no one really properly loved you. No one really said good things to you. Everyone found fault in you. It played on your self-esteem. So to, to, de to develop self-love, First, you want to stop comparing yourself to others. We do know as we grow up or just in different friend groups or relationships, whether platonic or romantic, right? People have compared us to different people and it doesn't make us feel good about ourselves, right? Especially if we are not looked at as the winner or someone who is worthy or someone who is chosen to be that person's favorite person. This is why you have to love yourself. It's okay to give kudos, but kudos is due, right? Because there will always be somebody with a brighter light, a different talent, a different gift than you, right? That you may not be good in and they may be good in, right? But it's something that you have that you are good in that others are not good in, right? And comparison is a thief to joy because it makes you get the focus off of your strengths, your talents, your abilities to start trying to compare somebody else's gifts and talents. You are one person, right? And God has made us all different and some of us are all in the same field. Some of us are gifted in the same field, but we bring each bring something different to the table. So if you compare yourself a lot, you are not focusing on your strength and developing what God has given you in your life, whether that's parenting, whether that's um starting a business, whether that's being a mother, whether that's being a father, whether that's being a wife, whether that's being a husband, it's different scenarios, right? That we can compare ourselves that we need to stop and just focus on our own strengths and talents and what we can increase in ourselves. And don't be afraid to compliment others, right? That's something you have to work on. Like I said, if you come from a negative judgmental background or community, right? And don't be afraid to take compliments. I do know it's some people that think everybody is lying, even if they give them a good compliment, right? Because they're not used to getting compliments. So if somebody looks at your talents, your gifts, or something that they see in you and they compliment you, don't think it's strange or you don't know how to take it or you don't believe it, right? Start accepting compliments. Another thing is you don't want to worry too much about the opinions of others because we do know people people change like the weather, right? One minute they like you, the next minute they don't, but you will always have you. So it's nothing wrong with taking compliments. It's nothing wrong with taking criticism and knowing the things that you have to work on from people that you can trust and realize and know that this person is serious, right? This person is not trying to down me. This person is not compare, competing with me. This person is not jealous of me. I believe they are authentic person and they're just telling me some things that they feel like I can work on, but they telling me my good is well, right? It's nothing wrong with taking criticism or compliments. Another thing is allow yourself to make mistakes as you emotionally heal, right? None of us is perfect. The only perfect, perfect person was Jesus and that's why he came to to let us know, to show grace, to show mercy, to show us how to love one another, right? To show us how to pray, to show us how to be understanding. But we won't know that unless we draw close to God, right? And then we start adding those tools in our relationships in different places that God put us in. Another thing that you want to do is trust yourself to make 
good decisions. As you develop self-love, I know a lot of us, right, we always call around to different people. We may always want somebody else's opinion, right? But trust the Holy Ghost, right? God will let you know once you pray on it. Trust your instincts, right? You know energy don't lie, but make sure you have checked yourself first because like I said, if you come from a negative background, a judgmental background, or somebody always trying to shame you or embarrass you, right? You may look at things from a wrong perspective because everybody is not out to get you, just like everybody is not for you either, right? So trust your instincts once you realize, did I give this person a clean slate? Do they seem authentic? Do they seem that they are for me? Is their energy kind of all for us? This is something that I'm dealing with from past relationships because like I said, everybody is not out to get you, just like everybody is not for you. But once you did a self-evaluation, right and once you uh did an examination of the person and the things they have said or done and you realize that maybe this person needs to be cut off or maybe I took things wrong it's nothing wrong with you trusting yourself you don't always have to get a second opinion right as you emotionally heal and develop self-love you know what's good for you and what's not good for you so that's how you learn to be, be start thinking that you are worthy of love and respect. It first start with self-love. And once you start working on the tools to self-love and releasing the negative and working on tools to speak to yourself, writing down things that you like about yourself as well. That's another step to believing you are worthy of love when you start writing down things. And I know it's some people to say, I can't find nothing that I love. It's something that you like about yourself, right? And when you write down things, it's not saying that you prideful, right? You can let the humble part go. Like me, I love to laugh, right? I love to dress. That's just me, right? I love fashion. Whatever you love about yourself or you do well or people have complimented you on, write that down, right? And say, this is something that I do well, right? Also, another thing you can do is believing that you are worthy of love is imagine yourself in healthy, loving relationships, right? When you start imagining, envisioning yourself in a, a good family, a, a good relationship, and different things of that nature, right? You're bringing that to pass. Oh, my husband or my boyfriend or my friends, we are there for one another. We laugh, we joke, we can cry together, but we are 100 with each other. Even if you don't have that yet, right? Start speaking that out. You can write that down. What you want to see in your life, in relationships, as friendships, as lovers, or uh, business partners or whatever that you're trying to do, right? So those are steps on how to become or believe that you are worthy of love and respect. After this commercial break, I will speak on Jesus, right? Our Lord and Savior who came here to teach us how to love, how to get along with others, how to be merciful, how to be kind, and also how to identify red flags. Jesus had to go through all of that, being a sinful man, being God in the flesh. So stay tuned after this commercial break. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Remember, 
You are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on believing that you are worthy of love and respect as you emotionally heal, as you realize things you may have said or done that was wrong or things that has happened to you that was wrong or said to you that was wrong and the people you had to release, some of the actions, some of the thoughts that you're working on, right? Emotional healing is not easy. It can be a long journey, right? That's why I tell everybody healing is not a race. It's a journey. So that's why we shouldn't compare where we're at in our life journey, whether we're emotional healing, whether we're working on goals, whether we are looking for careers, right? Whether we are developing businesses, everything takes time and everything takes courage and you have to have faith faith in God and faith in yourself. If it's going to bring about good and a good change in your life and help others, then you have to know that God is with you. With that being said, we do know Christmas is on December 25th, right? And we do know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Jesus came into the world on Christmas Day. I know a lot of people say he has different birthdays, but as a nation, we celebrate Jesus' birth on Christmas Day, right? He came into the world because before Jesus came, this is why you need to know the Bible, right? A lot of people who kept committing sins, who kept getting it wrong in their thoughts, in their actions, and things they did or said, right, they kept killing the animals, right, for sacrifices, and they was, God had them doing a lot of different things to repent of their sins, but Jesus came to be the blood of the lamb, right, no longer do we have to hurt innocent animals, because God realized that we would never be perfect, right, but we have to work on our ways, and we all slip, we all fall, he gives us grace, and he gives us mercy, but God is not going to allow us to stay the same, especially after we have accepted the good Lord Jesus in our heart, right? Because Jesus come in our life and in our heart, he changes things for the better. And sometimes it don't seem like the better, right? If you're living one way or thinking one way, right? It can be painful, just like emotional healing is, right? When you have to acknowledge different things you have said or you have done or grieving different consequences, grieving different relationships that you know that you had to release and different thoughts that you had to release in order to grow and to become better. But Jesus didn't just die just to make us better, right? Long as you believe, but if you want to be better on this earth, right? God will bless you with more experiences, good experiences, and you will get to feel the joy and the happiness. Not all the time, right? Because like I said, healing is not easy, but Jesus died for every name every face, every personality, every disability, every sin, whether that was evil motives, anger, bitterness, murderers, right? If they believe in Jesus Christ, right, he will come in their heart and start working out his plan of salvation 
in their lives. This is why you need God, right? Because not only do we want to emotionally heal while we're here on this earth, we want to have eternal life. And only how we can have that is going through Jesus Christ, right? Because God is a holy God. We have to remember that he is a sinless man, right? Jesus was a sinless man. We will always have some sin that we do, whether it was a wrong thought, right? Whether it was a wrong action, whether it was doing something wrong, right? Every day we fail God, but glory be to God for the blood of Jesus Christ. So Jesus died for the church and the church is just not a building or institution, right? The church is in our hearts. Jesus died to show us what the love of God is, right? To realize that every person is worthy of love. And that's why he came to show he He loved us, right? Because he see that we all was getting it wrong. We were sacrificing animals animals for sins that we would commit over and over again. Only very few people would get it and get right, right before they fail again. So we all fail God daily. That's why we have to thank God for the blood of Jesus, right? Because he reconciled us back to God. We can pray to God when we mess up and God will forgive our sins and God will lead us down the right path. If we are open to allow, uh, allowing God to work out his plan in our life and go with God as leading us and guiding us in every step of our life, right? And everybody can go with us on our journey of healing, on our spiritual growth, right? Because everybody don't want to grow. But if they believe in Jesus, then God has saved them from eternal damnation, right? They don't have to grow, but they believe in Jesus. But if we want all our blessings and we want to grow and get our blessings on earth as well as eternal life, then emotional healing is needed. So we don't want to condemn people. We just want to let people know that what is right and what is wrong. And sometimes we have to leave in a peaceful way. We do know when Jesus came into this world, born of the Virgin Mary, he was called mighty God, right? Everlasting father, the Prince of peace. So with a sign that Jesus is in your life and God is in your life is a sign of peace, right? You're not so overdramatic. You're not so, um, toxic, right? You're not so always arguing and bitterness and fighting and going on. You know, you you can learn to develop peace in releasing people or compromising or to agree to disagree because you know that, listen, hey, maybe this is not working anymore. Or maybe I have outgrown this relationship or maybe we're not seeing eye to eye, but you're willing to end it in a peaceful way like Jesus showed us, right? Because some of the things that we go through, some of the pain that we go through, like I said, God can't always give us good. Sometimes we got to have bad. It's for the glory of God. We see that in Bible stories, right? Just like God let Lazarus die, right? He waited intentionally four days so people can believe that he was God, right? He was a miracle working God. He raised Lazarus from the dead after the fourth day of being dead. We also see it with blind Bartimaeus, right? This man that was blind, even the disciples and people were saying, God, why was he born blind? Why was he born with all this trouble? And even Jesus said it was for the glory of God, right? So that you guys may believe and God heal him and open up his eyes, right? So sometimes we have to go through wrong and terrible and bad and harsh situations, right? Just so we can come back to God and so people can believe that God is working for us and that we 
don't always end up how we started off because some people will never know who God created you to be or that you are somebody special, right? Or you are somebody who's going to wake up to wisdom because they meet you in one season, right? And then as you start drawing close to God, you start working on your ways, you start developing your self-love, you start realizing what's right and what's wrong, and you start applying that to your life, right? God will change you and you'll be a whole different person and people will be shocked. Like, how did this person come from this background or used to hang with us and they different now. That's because you follow wisdom, right? You invited God in your life. You decided to listen to God and let him lead you and guide you. And you start working on love, right? Love for yourself, love for others and realizing what's good for you and what's not good for you. So Jesus died to show us the love of God and anybody who believe in the good Lord Jesus, right? will be saved and can have a spot in, in heaven. God is not like humans, right? We, a lot of humans get mad and we don't forgive and we want to argue and bicker and we feel like different people don't belong in heaven or, or shouldn't be a part of our life. But God is not that way. God is love. Jesus died for the sins of the world and whosoever believe shall be saved. Now you do have to develop on a relationship with God continuously praying and letting him know your struggles and how you need his help and asking him to lead you and guide you to different people and places that he wants you to go in every season of your life, right? So so Jesus can work out his plan through your life and continue to have a relationship with him. It's not once saved, always saved. You have to develop a relationship with God. That means talking to God, praying to God on a regular basis, right? Let him know that you messed up or you struggle with something or you need help, Lord, send me to some people that can understand me or that would be there for me, right? Strengthen me through through my times of struggles. And God would do that for you because God is love and he cares for you. He don't judge like people judge. So with that being said, Jesus came to die for the sins of the world because he loved us and to teach us how to love and be understanding and not quick to judge people because we just never know whoever you meet in one season just because they're down and out in this season the next season they may be up right if they're listening to God if they're drawing close to God so we can't be too quick to be judgmental right we want to pray for people we want to have our boundaries up even if they're wrong in the season right we want to have our boundaries up but we want to point out people good points if we in that type of relationship, right? And if they have done something really wrong to us, we want to pray about it and just release them because God would deal with them, right? But we don't want to be too quick to judge because we do know what the Bible say, right? How can one say they love God who they have not seen, but hate their brother or sister who they have seen? That man or woman is a liar. So we want to be of love and light. And that don't mean that, we got to connect with everybody, but that does mean that we don't want to wish evil and harm against different people because you just never know who God has created them to be and how loving they may end up becoming as they draw close to God. You never know who God is working with. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on forgiving yourself. We do know Job had to forgive himself and his friends and pray for his friends also in the Bible because Job accused God 
of just horrible things, right? While he was going through some of the harshest, depressing times of his life. And sometimes we don't know why God allow us to experience bad experiences. But if we are close to God, if we have accepted God in our heart and in our mind, right? We have to know that everything's happened for a reason and God would get us through it. So stay tuned after this commercial break. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Sonoris. This is your fabulous host, Wallace Sonoris, better known as Fash Feathers. So I hope you guys are enjoying this show on why it's so important to believe that you are worthy of love and respect. And before the commercial break, I was speaking on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came to die for the sins of the world. So if you have prayed about any mistakes you have made, any boundaries that you didn't have, any people-pleasing ways, right? Not loving yourself or not loving other people or treating others with respect or treating yourself with respect. It's okay, right? Because God forgives you and he forgives you every time you ask for forgiveness and remembers your sin no more. It's up to you to forgive yourself. And self-forgiveness is very important, right? Because if you you can't forgive yourself to show yourself enough compassion to know where you were at or what mindset you were at during the times of your failures, your setbacks, your wrong choices, right? How can you forgive or show anybody else compassion? So just like God don't remember your sins no more, I know sometimes it's hard to re- to forget the things we have done, forget the people who have wronged us, but you have to move on and continue to pray about it if you can't forgive yourself or forgive other people because unforgiveness prevents you from living in the present or even expecting good things to happen to you, right? If you are living with guilt or condemnation or you're constantly thinking about somebody else who have wronged you or done something to you, right? You're not expecting good things to happen to you. You're not looking forward to working on the next steps or your goals, right? Because you're dwelling on this negative emotion that's not bringing you any good. And we do know that it's okay to grieve 
different things that we have done, right? Grieve different consequences, grieve different people and things of that nature. But you don't want to stay stuck there, right? We have to have our isolation moment to see what we can change. Do we need to develop more boundaries? Do we need to develop and work on more self-love? But we want to keep going with the things that we know that is good about ourselves, right? Like I told you guys, with the self-love, realizing what are your good points? What could you work on to better the good points that you already like about yourself or others like about you, right? That you trust and feel like is authentic in your life and really want to see good happen for you and not trying to compare or compete with you, right? So once you start forgiving yourself and realize God forgive you because that's what the blood of Jesus did. He died for all of our sins and we all fail daily. It's about coming to the knowledge of growing, to change, to become better, to have better experiences or to even restore uh, relationships. If those other people are growing too, right? We want to come together on one accord because if you are growing and another person ain't growing, right? They're going to keep you stuck or they may um, pull you back because we do know the Bible says bad company corrupts good character. So if you've been working on your good ways and your change and your positive ways, right? And trying to be understanding and kind and you get around people who are judgmental, harsh, um, gossiping all the time, talking about people all the time and not goals and good things and things that y'all can do together, right? That'll mess up all the growth that you had. And then if you fall, now you got to start back over, right? Not saying that God won't forgive you. He still will forgive you. But now you got to go back to step one. And how did I get here? So that's why when you on your growth journey, you want to continue to grow. And some people can't come with you. And you have to realize a lot of people aren't aren't going to be able to come with you. They're not going to wake up to growing at the same time as you are. So self-forgiveness is very important. And we had to learn that through the Bible with Job, right? He had to forgive himself because we do know us Bible readers who read the story of Job, right? He lost his kids, his health, his finances, his friends attacked him and accused him of doing something wrong, some sinful act toward God. Even Job wish that he had died, right? Because he was going through so much depression and pain and God understood what he was going through. Jesus also went through that, right? But when Jesus was uh, full of heavy anxiety, depression and tears, because he knew he had to face a harsh punishment for something that he didn't do, right? He quietly went and prayed and said, not my will, your will be done. He also said, my God, why have you forsaken me? right but he just came to the peaceful and surrendered the beating the trial that he had to go through for everyone's sin now job wasn't like that and sometimes we're not like that right we can complain about our different circumstances different harsh things we had to endure that's why healing is necessary growing closer to god it's necessary because god didn't abandon jesus he didn't abandon job and when god God finally uh, confronted Job, right? Because Job would not stop complaining. And I, and I kind of understand Job. I'm not judging Job either, right? Because he went through a harsh lesson and test just 
for a test of his faith to see that he would still love the Lord his God, not only for things, but because of who God is. And sometimes God take us all through that test because God don't want us praising him just for the things that he give us, right? He want us to praise him for who he is, why he sent Jesus to this world for being the creator who gave us life and everything that we have. And sometimes things are not going to go our way, but Few people go through what Job do. Some do, right? Not everybody. But Job wouldn't stop complaining, so God had to confront Job. He didn't confront Job like like people would think, right? He questioned Job, like, okay, well, who put the stars in the skies? He started telling Job, well, if you go touch an elevator, can you, uh, I mean, the alligator, can you command the alligator not to bite any human, right? So how can you tell me what to do in your life or what plan I had for your life? So Job was end up in awe of how majestic Jesus was, God was to him and how he answered him, right? Because he couldn't answer none of God's questions. God even gave him an example of the bird, the ostrich. And we can even put this in people lives that we know, right? He said, the ostrich I made without any sense, right? She treat her kids as if they they wasn't her kids right that they shouldn't have, like like she her labor was in vain and she got the nerve to laugh the loudest louder than any bird fly the highest than any bird that she don't even know she don't have good sense and we all know people who see good people see other people working on themselves being a parent going to work but they're not doing half of what somebody else is doing that's talking about them laughing about them and they don't have good sense, right? Because if they had good sense, they would know that you're supposed to treat people with love and kindness. Be grateful for who God put in your life, no matter how your kids is. Instead of talking it and laughing and downplaying somebody else that at least is working on themselves, right? So God told Job this about the ostrich bird. She don't care that her labor was in vain because if she don't love her own kids, then how could she prosper in anything? But God had mercy on her because she didn't have good sense. He know he didn't create her with good sense. And sometimes God don't create a lot of people in our life with good sense, right? But it's about loving and appreciating people for who they is because we do know whoever don't have good sense or if you have good sense, right? You can add to your learning and God make the simple wise if you draw close to God, right? If you don't have good sense, we do know like Peter, what happened to Peter in them case, right? They said that I was the most ignorant of men, but when I drew to God, he made me wiser than my elders, right? So God can use anybody. So he was just basically shutting Job down with letting him know, I am God. I have a plan for your pain and the things that you went through. But God blessed Job in the end, right? After Job not only repented of him accusing God for not, for failing him right and doing him wrong and allowing him to experience so much pain without cause job also had to pray for his friends that accused job of doing something wrong toward god when god said job was the most 
righteous man on earth. It was just a test from the devil to see if Job would curse God or if Job was just praising God because of all the wealth, the beautiful kids, the things that he had, and God blessed him back double for his trouble in the end. So we never know why God allow us to go through painful situations, experiences that we would have never thought coming. But once we put our hope and faith in God, whether we know what's going on or not, eventually God will reveal to us why we had to go through that. And he will bless us for keeping the faith and constantly working on being a good person and keeping a good heart. So this is the end of my show for today. If you need a life coach, you can book me at keepmedifferent.com. I also have an emotional healing course. If you need some time to put tools in your life to change from narcissistic or toxic or negative mindsets to adding positivity and faith in your life and to know just what is right or what's wrong spiritually right this is why i created this course and i also sell furniture clothing and everything else on keepmedifferent.com so god bless into the next show